Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff farm going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Gruden, Walgren, Bill Belichick, where all students of Bill Walsh don't ever forget. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the 49er Faithful UK Show. Once again, tonight I'm joined by Naji Karo. Good evening. Paul Hope. Hello everyone. And Gareth Ellis. Hello everyone. So I'm kind of hoping Gareth's done his homework before <laughs> the lesson starts tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately you're too far away to copy from, so I've struggled. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't want to copy off my homework, believe me. Okay, so on tonight's show, what we're going to do, we are each going to pick three free agents we'd like to see the 49ers pick up. None of these picks can be current 49ers, i.e. the players who've just ended free agents this season off the 49er roster. Um, And that's purely so we can make it interesting by picking three players that don't currently or have in the past played for the 49ers. Or when I say have in the past, last season. So... Before we actually get into which players we've all selected, I think what we'll do is we'll go through the positions that we've targeted. So I'll start with you, Naji. What are the yep. three positions you've gone for? Uh, it's not going to surprise anybody. I went for safety first um, and then a center or line and surprisingly a wide receiver. Right. Fantastic. Naji, you've gone for exactly the same as I have. Oh, interesting. <laughs> it's not the same players, otherwise the uh, discussion is going to be uh, less interesting. But yeah, um, what did you go for, Paul? What, what have you got? Uh, three quarterbacks. I thought we were one. <laughs> 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 Sorry, lads, I like to Well done, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I've gone for a centre, I've gone for a linebacker, and I've gone for a wide receiver. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't think... Any of us would pick wide receiver. But you no, got was, uh, mine, I've also gone for centre. Seems like a popular choice. Uh, I've got an edge rusher and a tight end. Oh, there we go. Actually, very surprising. Um, no no D-line apart from an edge rusher, which is interesting. On um, my uh, list, yeah. I have a bundle of wide receivers, a cornerback and a running back. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of eager to to see where you get. I, I I picked my wide receiver because of the player rather than the position of need. I just think it would be nice to have him. Um, right, Daddy, uh, Daddy. Honestly, just just hearing you say that, <laughs> I think we've probably gone for the same person. Uh, we, maybe, we're, we're getting maybe. to that. So what I want to do, I want to start off with the center because all four of us have gone for a center. Yeah, but I don't think all four of us have gone for the same center. No, that's, yeah, I mean, maybe, I don't know. There's not that many uh, available, but it's, it is interesting that we all picked one. Um, I, I genuinely think we know Richburg's gone and that's going to be something that we need to improve on. And, you know, I've said it many times, center is the quarterback of the O-line. Everything goes through him. Uh, he has the ball every play just as as much as the quarterback. So it's it's one of those positions that is uh, extremely important uh, in the sport, even though sometimes it doesn't look like it. Um, But yeah, I think having maybe some experience and some good play out of the center will bolster everybody on both sides. And I know our left side, and I I know we're considering Trent Williams is back. Um, 
so that that side is kind of sorted but the right side is can improve and maybe having somebody that just decide what they do and tell them and show them would make a better roll-line overall i think that's that's the thought process i went for i don't know what you guys have uh, thought uh, and i went for sorry i went for corey lindsay out of uh, green bay uh just just again like the guy has been playing at super high level for pretty much his, his entire career since he's entered the league and he's protected and helped Howard Rodgers be the quarterback he is now. Um, so that's why I went. He's ranked 19 from the uh, NFL 101 list. Um, and I've, I mean, I, we, we're doing this exercise not thinking money or availability or, or that because I reckon he's probably going to get tagged or something. But um, I think it would it would be nice to have somebody of his caliber in, in our line. That would make us a scary, scary O-line and our run game would be uh, very good as well as a protection. Who do you go for early? I actually went for Corey Lindsay as well. Yeah, it makes sense. It's it's one of those, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's there's two centers. So to be honest, out out of the top fifty, uh, sorry, out of the top one hundred and fifty ranked free agents, there was actually five centers. So right. th- there was a decent selection there, and um, two of them I I would realistically want, and the and I don't think there's much as far as quality of play in between these two players, but there's a huge age difference and that's why i went with Corey lindsey rather than alex mack yeah yeah i, I just i prefer the, the the experience and the play and yeah who'd you go for paul i'm sorry chuckling because i went for Corey lindsey um yeah. i did have alex mack like lee said there was two reasons i went for lindsey everything that you said and the second one, because my mate who's a Green Bay fan would absolutely hate it <laughs> if Corey Lindsay ends up at us. And like you said, we've identified centre as a need. He's been one of the most dependable uh, centres in the league. He's high up on the list. Like you said, we did this exercise, not thinking money, not overthinking it. And that was my no. first, I thought, Corey Lindsay. But it's interesting to hear Lee say Alex Mack, because I did consider him as well. But uh, who have you gone for then, Gareth? Uh, well, I'm seems to be the odd one out. I've gone for David Andrews, who is the Patriots centre. Uh, just, I, I did have a bit of thought of we're not going to be able to afford Lindsay. If Green Bay can't afford him, I don't think we can afford him. Um, but I certainly think, as you guys do, centre is a position of need. Uh, we need a guy who can come in and, and play from, from the first snap next season. And I'm not sure in the draft that might mean spending our second round pick on a centre whether we yeah. want to do that, whether we want to address another area of need, we then pick at the end of the third round, and I'm not sure you're going to get a day one starter, or or it's you know no, it's no, less no, guaranteed. No. So I felt yeah, it was somewhere to go in free agency, uh, and I I did have a little think about well, I think he's he's possibly more available, uh, and if he's been playing for the Patriots for four or five years, uh, then you know he's a solid professional. So. Yeah, I just I'm like I'm like Paul. I'm thinking if we can, because free that's what free agency is kind of about as well. Is if you can snag people away from other team in your conference or in your division, um, then you do it. Uh, especially talents like that, because what are the chances that we play uh, the Packers anytime in the playoff um, this year again? You know, it, it's very high. So if you can. You know, take one of their weapons away and add it to your roster. Then that's that's why I went for Lindsley. Um, it's just it makes the Packers 
easier to beat and a stronger. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I think it's a, it's an interesting discussion that um, I think that's what the exercise is. is we, we all agree, uh, I think, center. And I did, I, I was torn in getting a center or, or a right guard. Um, but there isn't that many available. Uh, I think I, I'd rather go center in this free agency. But what do you guys think we should do during the draft? And do you, I don't know if we can find somebody that will play center or guard um, this year and can make uh, because I, I agree with you, Gareth. I think having an impact straight away is quite important. Uh, you guys think we could potentially pick up a, an O line in the first round, even? Lee, what do you think? Oh, you know what? I, I, so I think we could. I think it all depends on what happens with Trent, Trent Williams. If Trent yeah. Williams doesn't sign, we are picking up a tackle in round one. Yeah. But I think he will sign. I've said it before on numerous podcasts now. He's just trying to find his worth. He wants to play at the 49ers. The 49ers will pay what it takes to keep him. So I, I, I don't think that's a problem. I think we will pick up a sender. Whether or not he's going to be a day one starter is debatable. We might pick up a sender in the later rounds. And to be honest, I, I hope we do. I hope we can bring in... So I've gone for Corey Lindsley. But if, technically, he's, he's going to be out of our price range. But I, yeah. I, I chose him for this exercise purely because of his age and his production. Now, you look at Alex Max. Mac, he is 35-year-old now. The last two seasons, he's been on the downward curve, but he's still better than what we've got. The reason he's better is because he's more available than what Richburg is. And obviously, Richburg's just had another surgery, yeah. which is going to keep him out for God knows how long. Um, luckily enough, it was nothing to do with playing, so I don't think the injury guarantee kicks in. Because this was an elected uh, yeah. surgery, so we can cut him without him having to uh, declare being fit. The money, yeah, yeah. I think that that news might have played in our choice clearly, since we all we all went for <laughs> for centre. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'd have gone for centre regardless, because I thought Rich Berg yeah, is yeah. done. He, he's done regardless of that extra surgery. Um, we'd have gotten rid of him because he can't rely on him being fit, and it's, it's a little bit the same with Jimmy. It's not so much the quality of his player, it's his availability. Because his win record is excellent when he plays. Yeah. And you can't deny that. But yeah, I I think we'll probably pick up a sender, but he's not going to be a starter. I mean, soon, soon we can start talking about draft and everything's going to start falling into place as soon as... uh, Yeah, definitely. Free agency kicks in and all these names start flying off the board. So... On the wide receiver then, because wide receiver, three of us have picked a wide receiver. Yeah. Naji, I'm going to go with you because I, I am dying to know if me and you have picked the <laughs> same three players. Um, yeah, I just picked somebody that just kind of fits what we do uh, and it fits very well, I think, um, and had a really, really good season. And that's Curtis Samuel out of the Panthers. Um, I just watched him a couple of games or three games last year. Um, and he's basically... Uh, Debo uh, mixed with <laughs> with Ayuk, he's kind of both and a power runner. He can stretch the field a little bit, but he he especially is good on jet sweep and run inside. And he played a bit of running back as well um, during the season, so he he had a few runs. Um, he's just versatile and he's a yak guy, and so I think ha- adding him to 
to what we do and then it gives us this insurance that if Debo gets hurt again or if Hayuk gets hurt, um, you know, um, be, because the way they play, is, there's a slightly more chance that they will. But then we, we just we still get a weapon um, that, you, you know, can do basically what they do with a slight twist on. on, on but that, that's basically, it's also, he's 25, super young. If, you know, we could have this rookie, but this, this wide receiver corp for, you know, five, six, seven years and keep keep those guys and playing and terrorizing defenses. That would be a, that would be awesome. Was it him? Did you go for him? It was him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so the thing is, I don't think there's a cat in hell's chance that we've both gone for the same safety. Because I know how much you you covered that position with you being a safety yourself. Um I don't think we'll have gone for the same safety. I, I it's a real long shot if we have. Um, but yeah, I've gone for Curtis Samuel as well um, for exactly the same reasons what you just mentioned there. He's young. He does play, as you said, exactly the same as a, a little bit of Debo, a little bit of Brandon Ayuk, and I think he'll fit our scheme absolutely excellent. Yeah. So that's and he, he plays he plays from the slots quite a lot. So you know we don't have Trent Taylor anymore. I think he's going to be gone. It just slots right in, and it'll be uh, as Gareth said. You know, day one starter, day one impact. And what defense is going to do if you know Samuel Debo, Ayuk, and Kettle are on the field? It's, it's, who do you cover? It's impossible. So, uh, so there you go. So, Paul, which wide receiver did you go for? Well, I went for Alan Robinson. Um, mm. Like we said, we're, we're looking at this purely on players we've looked at. We're not looking at the salary cap. I mean. It, there's rumoured Chicago can't afford to franchise tag him. Um, interestingly enough, thanks to Nadji's recommendation, I've been listening to the Richard Sherman, Chris Collinsworth pod, and Robinson yeah. was on this week. And yeah, yeah. he just... We've talked on this show about the culture and people coming in. Um, I'd heard a few murmurings kicking about about Antonio Brown, which made me chuckle. And Robinson was <laughs> the polar opposite. He, he was talking like he was a team player... He was talking about he would go to the right team for the right contract as long as he could play in a winning team. And I just think he's something slightly different to what we've got. Um, I think he's had good season since he's come into the league. Um, you know, he's only 27. And I think his ceiling with a high-end quarterback could be special. So that's that's where I went. I did look at Samuel like used to, but I thought I'd try and be a little bit different on this one. And I went for Alan Robinson. Yeah, he's a good so, player. There's no, there's no doubt about that. <laughs> so as a complete wild card, so there's two wide receivers. I was, I was, oh, I wasn't really torn between them. It was definitely going to be Curtis Samuel, but I also saw another wide receiver, and I thought, you know what, that that's worth a punt. That is, pardon the pun, and, and that was um, AJ Green. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that would be. I mean. Very different skill set, but yes, um, exactly. Yeah. He, he would stretch the field. Yeah, but the the worry is the injuries he's had over the last couple of seasons, and when he has come back, it looked as though his play had declined a little bit. Yeah, he, he hasn't had a, a good bit, season quite a bit for the for the last five years. So yeah, yes, yeah, big 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 pun. But that's the kind of free agent you can get on the cheap because of production. I don't think Alan Robinson would be cheap at all. Unfortunately, <laughs> oh, no, no, that's no, he's big. Like, Big money it is. Um, but yeah, and there's no way the Bears are letting him go. Um, that's pretty much all they've got right now. So I'm interested in which tight end that Gareth has gone for. Yeah, me too. 
I was going to say this to the to the end, really, because it's <laughs> never, ever, ever going to happen. But I was just intrigued at the thought of seeing our offence lined up with George Kittle at one end and Rob Gronkowski at the other. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had a feeling that's where you were going with the tight but end. It's, it's not going to happen. So, I mean, that was, yeah, it was, um, yeah, just entertainment value. But, yeah, that's that's got to be fun to watch, isn't it? It's not. You know what? It's not so far-fetched. I don't, I don't think... He'll only it's, play with it, Tom. It, it, I think he yeah, said, you know, he'll yeah. only play with Tom. So, I think, I think, I think the Tom Brady thing is massive. Only if Giselle knows that. <laughs> in terms of in terms of football time, it, it would be perfect. He's a blocking tight end. Um, I think the, you know, he was the precursor of what tight ends are these days. Like, guys can be a, a mismatch nightmare and also, you know, block people, block defensive line and. And linebackers and he was he's the guy that did it first right um arguably um what's his name from the falcons and oh got me. uh no not chargers chiefs sorry um did it before him but kelsey get uh no no before him uh gonzalez oh, gonzalez him yeah he was kind of the same complete tight end type guy but I think Gronkowski did it at a much higher level. But yeah, it would be insane to have, you know, in, in 21 personnel, 12 personnel, I guess, um, have this, these two guys on the field. It would be quite cool. Interesting, just on the on the wide receiver, uh, I did have a look at Curtis Samuel as well, but actually on my, my longer list was Will Fuller. Mm. From- wow, yeah, that would be good. It's good. I see. I like the. I like the theme. We we either went with somebody that stretches the field, um, and I think that's what that's what you went for, Paul, right? Yeah. And mention AJ Green. It's stretching the field. There's no. Yeah. Uh, there's no possession. Uh, wide receiver or, or you know tight end or whatever. It, it's it's either do what we do best, which is yak and you know silly uh, runs inside as jet sweep and all that or stretching the field i just i just I, i've got this at the back of my mind that that is not what Kyle wants to do ever and that's why jimmy doesn't throw the ball deep i just you know so i don't think we would ever do it but would you do you guys think we'll ever get some some speedster i mean we did our chris godwin i guess and and I think Sanders, we definitely but... need a speed receiver just to keep the defense honest every now and again. Stick yeah. them on, let them burn past them so they don't come up too close to the line of scrimmage, and, and that'll keep them honest. And to be honest, I mean, that might be why we brought in Kevin White at the back end of last season. That's true. That's very true. Very, not very not true. that he lined up that much. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, was he active at all? I think he was definitely active for one game. Uh can't cannot remember. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, we did sign Sanu as well for a bit, didn't we? And he's kind of the same, like lanky, long range kind of guy. Yeah. Okay, so Nadja, I'm going to leave you the last this time because obviously both of us have gone for the safety. Sure. Um, so let's start off with Gareth. Let's go over to the edge position. Uh, I fancy nabbing Hassan Reddick from the Cardinals. <laughs> nice. He could, he could be the odd man out because uh, JJ Watt has just trousered all of their money, so he might be available. Um, I think he's a, he's an outstanding player. Obviously, he had a he had a couple of cracking games last season, um, and obviously poaching from in division is good. And those guys tend to play with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. 
which is uh, something very nice with an edge rusher. Um, and obviously, I think we, we, we're going to need a replacement for D Ford. I can see us drafting one in the first round. But getting a guy like him uh, in free agency suddenly opens up that first round pick to, to being a lot more yeah, flexible, should we say. So. Yeah, I like that. I like that pick. It's it, it makes Armstead bounce back inside next to Kinlaw. Um And yeah, Reddick is very good. And as you say, um, we were going to talk about it in, in some sort of news at the end. But with JJ White signing to the Cardinals, he's definitely going to be the old man out. Um, so it's 100% possible. And yeah, I think it's something we need to address. I, I did think about it. I just couldn't find somebody that excited me um definitely wasn't gonna go for clowny or, or that that type of player but yeah that's um it I, I could see that happening as well if we manage to uh, limit the damage the default contract is going to do to us i think that's potentially something that could happen did any of you consider bringing alden smith Hall? i did as well yeah yeah Weakly, but, but i think he'll stay in dallas um I don't know. I don't think he's going to be that expensive, so I don't see why they would move on from him. He had a decent season, considering how bad they played yeah. on defense. Um, yeah, that would be nice. I don't. I'd feel a bit sour about it because we would have wasted his prime, you know, prime time um, abilities. Well, 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 it's not as all we wasted his prime time abilities. No, he, 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 he did, did it himself. Yeah. No, I, no, but he was he was so good, and he was, it's yeah. such a shame. Um, when you you know the two Smith brothers yeah. <laughs> were playing together, um, it, it would be nice to see him back and him perform with with Bossa on the other side. That would be quite cool, yeah. Paul, linebacker. Well, yeah. Well, I say linebacker. I should. In interest, it was more of an edge. So when Gareth started talking, I thought, I hope he hasn't looked at mine again. I don't think we'll get this guy. I think it's a total fantasy. Um, I've gone for Shaquille Barrett. For the mm. Buccaneers, um, similar to what Nadji said, we need to replace D Ford. Um, it was funny. I was watching some tape earlier, and Tracy was like, "I thought the NFL season's finished." I was like, "It has." <laughs> I'm preparing for the pod tonight. She said, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I'm picking players that I would like us to sign, so I have to watch some tape on them." She was like, "You boys and your bloody football." I said, "Just leave <laughs> us alone," you know. And then she's like looking at my notes, thinking, "You've got no 49er players on there." But uh, anyway, I, I think he had a good season last year. Um, I think he would fit right in. I don't think we can afford him, but it's just, again, no, out of the interest of this tagged. exercise. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, 100%. 100%. You think about where he came from. He turned a one-year, four million deal into a one-year franchise tag last year for like 16 million. And now yeah. after the campaign, he's had, they're not going to let him go. But it, no. I, I, when I've looked into it, he fitted our culture. I've listened to some of his interviews. Um, he'd actually give some of the National Vintage League lads a shout out in the Super Bowl parade, and he'd order some gear off them, and he'd wore it during the season. And obviously, following on from our boy Tabor Pepper, shown us the love. I thought someone like that fitting in, you know, wouldn't go amiss. Yeah. So over to you two, Lee and Nadji. Oh, I'm gonna let Nadji go. Okay. Um, I went for Keanu Neal. Uh, yeah. First of yeah. all, gr- great name. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's just I just love the guy. I know he's coming back from injuries, uh, two bad one in a row as well. But um, he's just he's just an awesome safety, just a playmaker, m- tackling machine. Um, I, I just I just feel like Tart is not going to come back. Uh, just purely because we won't be able to afford it. And we'll probably draft a safety, I would imagine, 
I can see us picking up one. Maybe in the, maybe even in the first if we trade down a little bit, uh, depending what happens. But I just I just like him a lot. I know Kyle knows him because he he was there when they drafted him. I think so. Yeah, some some like that. Oh, they they definitely played uh, together. Uh, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think because of, because of the injuries and because uh, the Falcons are kind of in a rebuild sort of mode with a new coach and everything. We could get him in a, a quite a cheap price, definitely maybe as much as Todd was getting paid or, or maybe even less. Um, and he's only 26, so same again. I'm just thinking ahead of the future and um, having him as a staple in the secondary with JV um, and, and Kevin Williams and, and Ward. I, th- I think he would make Ward play better as well because of his playmaking ability and and his knowledge I don't I just like him a lot as a player um but I did talk I, I was torn between there's a lot of good safeties this year in free agency um I don't know which one are actually going to be available with the franchise tag and all that but you know Anthony Harris and Isaiah Simmons who do you pick who did you get so I almost went for Keanu uh, Neal but I didn't um and this is this is I, I was quite sure that we're going to be miles apart on this um, so I've actually gone for a player for the same reason as what Gareth went for Hassan Reddick, and I've gone for John Johnson the third. Yeah, I was uh, close to this guy as well. Um, just yeah, he's yeah, he's a good player. Yeah, and straight from the Rams. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> just... T- take him off a divisional rival because obviously they've got no cap space. They're not going to re-sign him. It doesn't mean we can afford him, but the Rams yeah. are not going to be able to re-sign him. And it'll make us stronger because I'm of the same opinion as you. I don't think we'll be able to re-sign Tart. I think he will end up going. I think he'll go to the Jets, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, we definitely need a safety. However, I'll also agree with what you said before. I think we'll take a safety in the first round at the moment because I have this preconceived idea of exactly who we're going to sign in um, free agency, which players we're going to re-sign and where our needs going to be in the draft and, and how we can best use those picks to the best value, which is what I mentioned in the last pod when we did the uh, the whole mock draft. I think we can get better value by not picking a cornerback in the first round, but picking one in maybe the, the third, fourth, fifth round because it's so deep of a class for cornerbacks. Yeah. Whereas you look at the safety position and you've got Trevon Morig who, who just stands head and shoulders above pretty much all of the safeties bar maybe is one. Um, and I think it's worth taking the shot at safety there. I don't think he's... I think we'd be be able to move back from 12 and still pick him up. We'll probably get away with 18, 19. If we do that, I think we can definitely get another maybe it's round two pick, round three pick thrown in there. Um, so it'll give us another pick as well to pick a decent player up in those rounds. And I think that's, to me at the moment, that's the smart move based off what I believe or who I believe we will re-sign in free agency. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. So it's been a slow news week as far as the 49ers are concerned. Um, yep. Rumours haven't haven't particularly been that bad this week. I think the whole quarterback carousel rumours have definitely died down over the past week. Well, we did um, have the the Teddy Bridgewater uh, snippet, which, you know, you, you can't go one week without yeah. completely not talking about Jimmy and his replacement. So, um, I mean, I 
as I said on the group, I think the whole us asking about Teddy Bridgewater, it's more of a A to gauge what Jimmy could get in a trade market, because I think they probably both around the same availability. You know, if, if they were both available, they would probably be a toss up as who goes first to where. So I think it's a how much how much do you want for him? What's the price? So we know that if we draft somebody, say we get lucky and somebody slides to us or, or whatever, then we can maybe see see how much we would get for Jimmy. And also, I think John Lynch has been quite clear. He wants a better backup. He wants somebody that if Jimmy does get her, um, then we can still be a contender and, and make the playoffs and limit damage. And I think that's more what it, that was about. So how much how much is it going to cost us to get a good backup? I think that's what, that's what it was. Yeah. Um, I don't think we would replace Jimmy for the Bridgewater. Um, I would be devastated. I don't understand quarterbacks that plays with gloves. I just I don't get it. <laughs> never did, never will. Yeah, it's like footballers playing with gloves on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right, guys, thank you very much. Um, hopefully this has been another educating um, exercise and to give you another view of who's available in free agency and who we potentially may pick up, even if it's none of our picks. But, um, yeah, it does spark some interest, especially in the off-season when we went for certain designations to be made because I still think some of our players are going to be um, tendered. I don't think we'll tag anyone. No, nobody's getting the transition tag or the franchise tag without a shadow of a doubt. That's not going to happen. But definitely a tender. I, th I think maybe one or two players may get tendered just so if somebody comes in to try and get them, we get a draft pick out of it. So, worst, yeah, probably. Yeah, in worst case scenario, we keep a decent player that already knows our playbook, is well in with the uh, the coaches, and has the right mental mentality. I mean, when we were uh, doing this exercise today, Lee, I, I, I was uh, surprised to find that with the twelfth most salary cap space, we've got nearly twenty three million at the moment. Um, we've just been rewarded back nearly eleven million yesterday for the players who didn't hit incentives in their contract like Sherman. So that's 23 million before we cut Richburg, before we extend Tomlinson. And like Nadji said there with, with Lynch and Jimmy, I heard an interview on one of the networks this week and it says the reason the 49ers are probably not doing anything at the moment is we're not desperate. We said mm. it on the show. If we go into the season with Jimmy, we're happy. If we can get a better player, we'll take it. And I think with Teddy, what surprised me was the links about us calling came from the other side. Yeah. So I've seen rumours on Twitter. Was it more of them driving the price up and was it more a case yeah. of the 49ers did ring and say, oh yeah, what are you doing for Watson? Are you going in for Watson? Is Teddy available? I don't think it was anything more than that. Um, but like you said, 187 days until the NFL kicks off again. So <laughs> we have to have something to talk about. Yeah. Well, 10 days till free agency. That's I think that's when things are going to start being interesting and picking up and we'll have loads to talk about because... Dominoes are going to start falling, I think. Yeah, yeah. Play, players are beginning to get cut. And uh, uh, we, we haven't really taken a moment to savour the enjoyment about the Russell Wilson being very unhappy. Oh. At the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's just we enjoy have, it. Because of... I, don't, I don't think anything's going to happen. No, I don't think But they would be absolutely crazy to let him go. Um, it was, but I, I felt it was a clear come and get me, naming those four teams. It's come and give Pete Cowell an offer we can't refuse. True. 
and that eventually, you know, these can come down. If it's Pete Cowell or Russell Wilson, there's only going to be one winner. Yeah. So was it actually verified that Russell Wilson said that there was four yeah, teams? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it is. Right. He's really yeah. not happy apparently. Um, but you know, it's off season. Um, let's see what yeah. happens when the yeah. draft and all that. You know, if the if they draft a, a, an O line and make him happy and say, "See, there we go, you can be protected now," it'll it'll stop. It's Russell Wilson. It it's not like it'll just fall into the ranks as per every year he does anyway. True. Apparently not, though. Apparently not, Nadji. Apparently there's a power split, apparently, according to stuff I've seen on Twitter. Apparently Carroll wants to be run heavy again. He's pretty much said, I turned over the offence to Wilson. He didn't really light it up. Apparently Wilson sees himself as one of the top five all-time QBs. Carroll doesn't rate him so high. And again, like Gareth said, we're enjoying it. I mean, to be honest, look at us. Jimmy, he must be off social media because every day, 49 yeah. talking about a QB. But you don't hear the you don't hear the, the noise coming out, do you? you? Other than Kittle's come out and said he's my man, but you haven't heard any of the other players coming out and actively, you know, when the Wilson news broke. I'm glad Gareth brought it up. Of course, it was nice to get out the popcorn and think, wow, an NFC West quarterback being traded, being talked about, and it's not Jimmy. <laughs> so, what do you reckon, Lee? I think it makes a refreshing change. <laughs> does, Definitely. Yeah. To, to be honest, I think the best case scenario for the 49ers or us as 49er fans is that Russell Wilson stays at Seattle and Pete Carroll stays at Seattle because they obviously don't like each other anymore. <laughs> and you just have to listen to some of the stuff that comes out of ex-players, the likes of Richard Sherman, the likes of Earl Thomas. Yeah, you, you can see that there was successful over a period of time, but maybe the message that Pete Carroll gets across has worn off. It didn't wear off as quickly as the message that Jim Harbaugh cut across the fight. <laughs> that kind of wore off pretty quick. But we knew that was going to happen because that was his history. He would stay in a place four years and his message wears off because he just repeats himself all the time and, and players get sick of it. So I think that's what's happened up in Seattle. Um, and I think I must have been reading the same articles as Paul because I saw that. Um, I've read something that the problem's not Russell Wilson. The problem is Pete Carroll. Yeah, I think I think this kind of thing is, and we might see the same in in Kansas City, right? So when when you're winning and it's all honky dory and you're winning Super Bowls or you're making you know good playoffs, it doesn't really matter if there's a little bit of discord. But as soon as you're losing and it's ugly, then that discord is kind of amplified and everything is hurts a little more. So it's been a few years they've been not great, and I think that's what's happening, right? And yeah, let's see if you know. The Chiefs and Mahomes throwing everybody under the buff—is is that going to have an impact two, three years down the line? I think that's that, that's what I took from you know Russell Wilson has basically called out his O line and said, "You guys are rubbish. Go and get me five new guys." <laughs> um, that's that's not going to wear well. I mean, there might be guys on Russ's side, but saying mm, you shouldn't really call that out. And those guys might be happy playing for the Seahawks. They might be happy with their contracts. And and, and your quarterback has, has basically said these guys need to be binned and replaced. That's that's not going to go down well, is it? You know, the offensive line might say, well, fair enough, we give up a few sacks, but maybe try getting the rid of the ball quicker, Russ. And as soon as you get that conversation going on, ooh, it's wonderful. <laughs> it is pretty nice to, to witness, well, that's for sure. I'm a moment to, uh, to, to give that the uh, attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Right, guys, thank you very much. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. It's been fun trawling through a, a list of 200 
unfamiliar names. <laughs> like <laughs> I said, Gareth, I had to watch the videos. Tracy thinks I'm mad, but the things we do for football, eh? Yeah, you need to get your fix somehow. Certainly do. Okay, so thanks again, once again, to um, everyone that listened to the show. If you haven't done so already, please rate us on iTunes and remember to subscribe to ensure you get the latest podcasts when they are released. Also, check out our YouTube channel by searching for 49 Faithful UK. Until next time, stay safe and go Niners. Go Niners. Go Niners. Love the San Francisco 49ers deep in the heart Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark Garrison Hurst, stiff far going 99 Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline NDB, greatest owner of all time Gruden, Walgren, Bill Belichick We're all students of Bill Walsh, don't ever forget